we actually have a friend in common from the West O Chamber, and when I did her house, it was um, a toothbrush that was this big. Okay. Oh, it was. You're and exaggerating. Said, no. No, no, no. I'm not exaggerating. It was this big. It had to have been either for like a horse <laughs> or a dental prop. That's what I kept thinking. Maybe it was like a mm. dental prop for an office because it, there's no way this is fitting in anybody's mouth. But it was just hanging out down there. As soon as we opened it up to take our before shot, I pull it out and I said, hey, are you hiding your toothbrush? <laughs> Welcome to High Trust Professionals Podcast, where we interview real estate agents, community leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs from across the country. Hear what it takes to build trust, be a respected leader, be productive, and win your day. Sit back and relax as we dive into another episode of High Trust Professionals Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to High Trust Professionals Podcast. I am your host, Lynette Aerosmith, and with me today, I have Katie Smotherman. Hi, Katie. Hi there. Katie is the owner and operator of KB Maintenance. So, oh, we're going to dive into some stuff. Should we say some dirty stuff? Yes, yes. Dirty and dusty. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yep, appreciate it. So, Katie, and I can't even remember how long ago, like so many of my guests, we met through networking, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, was it the West Omaha Chamber? I think it was the West O Chamber. Yep. I love the West O Chamber. Now, I, of course, I'm a board member, so yeah. of course, I have to say, <laughs> but yes, I do. I love the West O. I mean, it's just a great way to connect. Yes, definitely. And meet people, right? Especially if and when you're newer to town. Mm-hmm. So let's start before we dive into what you do, because I just think it's so interesting. Things that people don't even think about that they need. Tell us your story. So before you started your company. Mm-hmm. What did Katie do? Okay, yeah. Um, I was a construction accountant for a couple decades, uh, working in different realms of construction. Uh, worked my way all the way up to controller of a general contracting company. And once I got to the top of you know where I was headed all those years, I realized that I really didn't like it there. <laughs> and um, and also I realized, wow, there's a lot of people out there starting businesses that. Um, that you know they they pay me to sit in the back office and figure out the money and figure out the taxes and figure out the payroll and stuff and they have no idea how to do any of that they just know how to swing their hammer or whatever you know get out and do the trade and so i started kind of figuring you know like huh Hmm. i wonder if maybe i could find something that i could do that's an opportunity here (laughs) definitely because like the full package you know like just find me something that i can physically get into doing and then then i can do the full circle for the business sure and um you know after Several different, some companies ran really well, some ran not so well, but I learned a lot from moving around to different companies and what what worked and what didn't work. And mm-hmm. I just decided one day it was time to um, make all that money for myself instead of going out and you know, your own working, week. exactly, working well, you know, hours a week. I love, what I love about part of what you just said is, you know, so often people think I'm going to start a business. Yeah. I'm going to be a business owner, but they don't really understand the finance part of it exactly and that's why I don't even know what the percentage is but it's a high percentage isn't it that new businesses fail within the first five years yeah I don't know what that is but I know it's high and I think it's just because they either don't know what they don't know or they don't hire the right people to help them exactly I mean that's it too yep um, even with our little LLC that we only use for investment properties we absolutely have a bookkeeper yep. who works hand-in-hand with our CPA right 
because I don't want to do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll miss something for sure. Right. So good for you. So you already have that little number nerd thing going yes, on. Definitely. That's yeah. My, that's my sweet spot. So I was like, okay, let's find something to add to it. And I love that. Yeah. I love that. So construction, business, back room, little property management. Yep. I was involved in property management here and there. So I kind of got the ins and outs on how to run you know, how buildings run, how different, you know, uh, all that really goes into the behind the scenes yeah. on everywhere you go. And it was the, 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 con the combination of the property management with the construction just was like almost like a spark for me to be able to know all the, you know, I, I just felt like it gave me all the information I needed mm -hmm. to get in and to make something happen. And let's go. Yes, definitely. So how did you choose? Well, first of all, how did you get to Omaha? Because you're not from here. Nope. I was born and raised in Tacoma, Washington, so I was there my whole entire life until about 18 months ago. And um, what got me here is I originally went into business with a good friend of mine um, from Lincoln. And so when we were getting ready to start up the business, we were going to open up a shop in Seattle. And he said, why don't you come over to Omaha? We can get you going and then you can always go back, you know, later. Yeah. And I came to Omaha and I'm never going back. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad place to live, is it? It's absolutely amazing. No, here. I love it, it is. Yes, we we love we love Omaha as well. So before we dive into what you do, I'd like to know, like, how did you choose what to do? Because you know, with construction management, property management knowledge, there are mm -hmm. a lot of different ways you could have gone. Right. So how did you kind of hone in on this cleaning of? air ducts and vents and we'll talk about what that has kind of spidered out so you. yeah i definitely got into that because there was it was just kind of um something that was being brought out being brought to people's attention over the last several years and so people it's something on people's radar now um my original business partner had started about a year before me um doing the air duct cleaning and he just said oh my gosh it sells itself it's just you know you, we've got this process which was a big thing for me because the part that i didn't really have was a sales aspect i'm like mm -hmm. i'm not a salesperson. i don't mm -hmm. want to go out and try to push jobs and push stuff and he said you don't have to we're just informing people and they need it and so it's just and and it's something i can physically do there's a lot of construction stuff out there that i wouldn't be able to physically yeah. get in there and do and i want to be hands-on at my uh -huh. job so I, I felt like it was a great match it's it's needed it's I can physically do it, so that gives me the full circle of being sure. able to do everything about the business, and so it was it was a perfect fit. I love that. Yeah, and you know, truthfully, before I met you, I'm trying to think. Maybe, maybe one time we did a remodel, and we're like, should we have our, you know, should we have our our ducks cleaned out? And mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know if I want to know what's in there. Right? <laughs> so we'll kind of talk about that yeah. because it's like, ooh, do I want to know? Mm -hmm. um, but it's just so healthy. And I think there's so much more awareness now. I mean, I think your timing is great because there's more awareness. People don't realize what it does in terms of, well, I'll let you talk about all the benefits. Okay, so let's talk about that. The benefits of cleaning out. So let's talk just with air ducts first. Okay. So what are the benefits of having your air ducts cleaned out? Okay. Well, the top benefit, of course, that most people are aware of is just actually cleaning them out. So you're getting the dust and the dirt and the hair and everything that's flown into them. Um, so there'd be significantly less dust buildup in your home. And so mm. that's a huge draw for people. Um, what a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of original construction debris is left behind. And so what happens is there'll be um, sheetrock pieces and nails and screws and all the stuff that's been sitting in there. And so you have maybe a dog in your home. Now all that hair is going up and getting 
you know, twined around yeah, that, and, and you stuck. end up having this big ball, which restricting all your airflow. So, getting your air ducts clean is um, better for your utility bills. It's better on your allergies if you're allergic to anything. Um, there's been people that have had dog allergies, for instance. They're like, you know, we don't have a dog, and by the time we're done cleaning their air ducts, we've got a full dog's worth of hair that we're pulling out of there, and so they've been literally sitting in their own home with this allergy just coming every time the heater or the air kicks on, you know, it's just oh coming back through their house and they have no idea because it's out of sight and out of mind. So people don't think about what might be back there from previous people. Okay. So let's just hit the pause button. Did everyone get that? I mean, Siri, you don't think about, I mean, yeah. these are just things I don't, you know, you buy a new home, you move in and you're like, cool. And then all of a sudden, wow, why is my nose running? Why are my eyes itchy? Yes. I don't have a dog, but I have an allergy to it, but who knows? You're right. Who knows? Yep. Could have been cat, could have been dog. Wow. Yeah. Okay, wow. So what's like the most interesting thing maybe that you've pulled out? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> pulled out of the, I have to ask. We actually have a friend in common from the West O Chamber and when I did her house it was um, a toothbrush that was this big. Okay. <laughs> oh it was you're and exaggerating. I said, no. No, no, no. I'm not exaggerating. It was this big. It had to have been either for like a horse <laughs> or a dental prop. That's what I kept thinking. Maybe it was like mm. a dental prop for an office because it, there's no way this is fitting in anybody's mouth. But it was just hanging out down there. As soon as we opened it up to take our before shot, I pull it out and I said, hey, are you hiding your toothbrush from me? <laughs> okay, time out. So it certainly wouldn't fit in anyone's mouth. How in the world? I mean, like maybe a kid. Yeah, kids you know, do use it for like extra storage space. Sometimes you can tell they'll have their toys or maybe they're hiding it from their siblings. I don't know because we find a lot of uh, board game pieces, Monopoly money, and um, lots of baby socks get shoved down in there, lots of baby socks. Um, oh little things that you think, where did that thing go? Right? You know what I mean? There's only this many places. Well, a lot of times it'll slide. Oh, my gosh. You know, a lot of the registers on the floor, they just come right off. Yes. And so kids realize that after a while. And then they're like, and oh, they're this like, is oh, awesome. This is cool. Like a change store. You know what I mean? Or whatever. They're like, what else are we going to put down there? Okay. So a large toothbrush. All right. Oh, we've also found um, McDonald's chicken nuggets. Um, it been a house in Bennington. It was Ew. a brand new home, Ew. and so it was very. And we found ten of them down one run. So we, the first one we went into, there was three of them. And the, as we went down, and there was by the time we got to the end, there was a shriveled up honey packet. <laughs> Sadly, they were McDonald's chicken nuggets because they looked exactly that, but they were just a little bit shriveled. But they looked exactly like a McDonald's chicken nugget. It was. Sad. Okay, what does that tell you about what's in a chicken nugget? Yeah, not a lot of chicken. And <laughs> Ew. Ew. Side note number three, that's disgusting. Well, and you think to yourself, like, this is a brand new, I think it was a year and a half old home, a very expensive home. And, you know, if these people would have thought like most people, I have a new home, I don't need to get my air ducts cleaned. Right. They would have never done that. And you think about what that's going to cause, the mold, the rot, the, um, the animal, you know, the... The, the animals rodents. come with the rodents. Yeah, I mean, little, you, the little critters yeah, that like that. Exactly. Ooh. So you think okay. the domino effect of that of what that will be. So a lot of times we say like, although you have a new home, that sometime after a brand new build or after a big construction remodel is really the best time to do it. Get that stuff out of there so yeah. it doesn't have a chance to wad your dog hair up in there right. and get everything built up around it. Right. So. Oh, so glad you're here today. This is so interesting. All right. So how often? I mean, how often realistically does some should someone have their air ducts clean? So they say about every five to 10 years. Um, it kind of also depends on, on your allergies, on your amount of pets in the home, you know, mm. things that you've got, um, different variables. If you're highly allergic to things, it's a small price to pay to keep yourself breathing better in your home, you know? And so you might want to do that more often. Um, other people, if it's a sing, you know, uh, just a couple living in a home, 
you know, they with no pets, they would be able to go longer. Um, a good gauge is to kind of pick up one of your registers and just kind of see what's built up on that because then you know whatever's down in there is oh. probably a reflection oh. of what's going on all the way down the rest of the That's a good run. idea. Yeah, and a lot of times that's actually shocking. Once you pick that up, it's like, People have no idea because mm -hmm. you haven't seen that. You're not looking mm -hmm. at that. The carpet looks nice around it. You know, the paint looks nice, but you're not really understanding that that's what's going on in there. Is we did a, a family last week and they're bringing home a brand new baby in a couple of weeks. So they wanted to get them cleaned out. And we went, the third room was the baby's room. And when we got to it, it was unbelievable. It was twice as dirty as the other ones. There was cobwebs and dog hair. And I mean, all this stuff, it was like, I mean, it looked like it was so sad to think that they were just about to move a baby Aww. into that bedroom. And you just don't think. Because it looks perfect. Right. I mean, the, the crib know. and the blankets and yeah. the it just looks so beautiful. And then you're like, oh, that baby mm. wouldn't have been able to handle breathing all that. You think yeah. their lungs can't right. handle it the way that we can, and we shouldn't even be breathing it. Wow. <laughs> okay, so let's transition to other things that, because I know you've shared some stories about dryer vents. Yes. Because people don't realize, so talk about dryer vents, because that's another point of, I think, interest where folks are like, oh, Okay, yeah, I should do that. Definitely. Yeah, people don't realize it's a high, a higher fire hazard. Um, 15,000 fires a year due to um, dryer vents not being cleaned out. Um, it happened just here in Omaha not too long ago, and that's what they said. They left the house with the dryer on, and they came back, and the whole house was burnt down. And it was a newer home, and you think to yourself, oh like, you, um, those should be cleaned out yearly. You should definitely check those out and clean really? them out yearly. So that is um, what I do when I do a full home um air duct cleaning is we also do the dry oven at that time and then I will just contact the people a year later because you know a year goes by in about a week and a half sometimes <laughs> so they don't realize yes. that it's gone by so quickly but um, it extends the life of your dryer um, a lot of times when people are like you know when I dry those blankets I got to restart the dryer again or those heavy sweaters don't quite get dry well a lot of times it's because there's so much uh, lint built up behind the dryer that you can't it won't allow it to so you have to keep restarting it so when yes. you clean that out it gives you like a brand new life of your dryer well, and, and I think you you told a story once about how someone thought they needed a new dryer because yes. it just wasn't drying yep. and it really just needed to be cleaned out. Yep. Because, then, you know, you clean out the, the lint you can reach yep. and I think there's like a little brush thing you can get so far mm -hmm. if someone is mindful enough to have that, but it really goes beyond that, right? Yep. This comes out the back and it goes out through your wall and out the backside. So we actually have a snake. Um, attached to a long hose and we will go we'll force the air on the dryer and then we snake it all the way in and pull everything out and so uh, we take videos of that and that that basically sells the next jobs because people see that and they're like there's no way yeah. like I never thought about this or, I'll you know, see you in a year yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will see you in a year uh, so you know everyone is going to want to know well how much does it cost so one of my questions which you've already answered it doesn't matter if it's a new home or an old home right because there's construction yep. stuff yep. or remodel. Guess what? There's construction stuff. So it doesn't matter if it's new or old. So how much? I mean, what, what's a, give me a, you're going to do my whole house. And then if I just felt I needed my dryer with that. Okay. Um, it's about $695 for the full home. That includes all your return and your intake vents and your dryer vent. We do before and after shots to show you what was in there before we started and then what's been cleared out since then. We've got a huge commercial vacuum we bring into your home, so it's like sucking in. We're pushing with hoses through every single line to get every single ounce through. We're basically like running it through your whole home. And then we provide the videos and the pictures at the end, and that's just what, you know, what people want to see. It's that uh, 
you know, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's just shocking every single time. There's only been two homes that I've done so far that have been like, okay, well, they probably could have waited another couple of years, oh, you know, sure. but why not now get it? Now yeah. they won't have to anytime right. soon. But the rest of the homes are like, just people are just jaw on the floor. By the time we're done, they cannot oh, believe sure. that that was in their home. And then I get a text about a month later, there is so much less dust or something. And I'm just like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> so oh wonderful. my gosh. And I thought about that too. I thought it has to, it has to bring down dust. Yep. And in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, speaking of dusting, you know, when it's time to do your ceiling fans, yes. I'm like, how does it even get up there? Like, right. how does so much dust yeah. <laughs> get on the stinking ceiling fans? Yeah, because, you know, honestly, unless you come like we do with a vacuum and suck it and take it with you, you're just pushing it to another part of the home. So it just recirculates at whatever level, you know, through it your does. home forever until right. you remove it. And plus, if anyone really looks when they dust, mm -hmm. it just goes anyway. Yep. <laughs> we're just spreading it around for a while. Yeah. For those that aren't, who are listening and not watching, we're just kind of throwing our hands everywhere. The dust just goes everywhere. Just like that. <laughs> so what other, anything else about, before we, I want to transition before we run out of time into other services that you provide. Anything else you want to touch on in terms of air duct cleaning and or dryer vent cleaning? Um, just that, you know, just to keep it on your radar for something that needs to be done, um, I would check out my website. I've got a lot of videos and pictures of what has happened here in Omaha and other people's homes. Um, just to get kind of the conversation going about what kind of benefits, because I think, again, a lot of people just think it's the cleanliness part. And it's like, after, especially after COVID, people sitting at home for years and stuff, that's yeah. just really brought, um, a shine, shines a light on what we need to be doing in our own homes to take care of ourselves mm -hmm. and our health. And, you know, there are things that we can do, you know, sure. and this is one of them. And, and again, when I got into the business, it's because there was a need. And now I've got a huge passion for wanting to pull this stuff out of your home so that you don't have to breathe that anymore. <laughs> so I gross. love that. I love that. All right. So other services. What else? I know you do more than just that. So what else could we hire you to do? All right. We do um, interior and exterior window washing, power washing, and gutter cleaning. Oh. So yeah, when, when the season comes and people pretty much spring cleaning and stuff, like uh, we just kind of get people on schedules and things. We've been setting up some window washings, you know, that people want semi-annually. Um, it's just a good idea to, um, again, wash your windows every once in a while and get that layer of crud that's built up and everything and then kind of keep it consistent. Um, you know, just maintaining your home. We spend a lot of money on our homes. Mm -hmm. We move into them. And so the little bits that we can do to keep them from becoming a a big clean job. I mean, you don't want to go in there and I don't want to buy new windows. I don't want to, yeah. you know, whatever we can yeah. do. And it's just, it's so beautiful here in Omaha. Like who wouldn't want to see that sun shining through your clean windows and not dust flying around your house? <laughs> there, you know, there's nothing like having clean windows. Yes. I mean, for sure. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm assuming you'll do inside outside or just outside, whatever the need is. Right. Yeah. And so, um, gutter cleaning. I mean, should someone wait until they see the water kind of flowing over like a waterfall <laughs> or is it a fall thing because of leaves? So like how often is that even necessary? You know, it kind of depends on where your house sits, how many trees you've got around it. Um, but yeah, definitely don't wait until let's say we've got to replace your gutters. You know, people will come in and they've been like the water's just pouring over the side and it's been doing that for two months and now they want us to come in. It makes it a lot harder, you know. Um, it's again, the more you maintain stuff, the less of a mm -hmm. chance you have of those things breaking off or, you know, getting so clogged that you're having to do three times the amount of work to clear things yeah. out. So, um, you know, my, my suggestion would be once to twice a year, depending on 
you know, the amount of trees and sure. things that are falling around your house. If you've got three trees hanging right over on top of it, it's like you got to get up there and get those. You do. You yeah. don't even you don't even know it's up there, right? right? Right. So let's talk about power washing real quick, and then we'll move on. So in my mind, I think power wash well if I have a deck or if I have even some cement that's dirty. Yep. Yep. People don't think about it. It doesn't just have to be wood, right? It could right. be cement or siding. Yes. Yep. Siding on a home. We've done lots of that. We, um, we, we, right now, actually, we have a deal of the, it's like the driveway and the siding, um, you know, together would be like a little discount and things like that. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. Your, you can make your driveway look brand new. Your dock, if you've got a dock, we did a lot of those over in Okoboji. It was like, oh, sure. those things would go from looking like you don't even want to walk on them to, is this a brand Beautiful. new dock out here? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so it's just really nice just to spruce things up, you know, um, I, I'm a creature of habit, so I think I see things going a little bit dingy at a time, and I don't realize until they've gotten so bad. And so it's just like almost shocking to see those pictures, yes, the what they look like the to after. Especially if you're going to have a you know a get together. A lot of times, people are like, "Oh, we're having family over. We want to clean things up." You don't realize it's a very small price to pay to make yes. everything look really nice for that. It is. Do you have on your website? Do you have pricing, or is it a call? Because I'm sure it depends on the size of the job. Yep except number of windows, et cetera. Yep. So they would just call and get a quote or have you come out, right? Yep. And you can do that through the website as well, do a, a request for a bid. And then, yeah, I would contact them back and come out and take a look. And nice. Yeah, nice, all of nice. our bids and quotes are free. So Love that. So let's. we're going to transition to some fun questions. <laughs> what does success look like to you? Oh. You know, you've done, in, I, I love that you've you've done so many things Mm -hmm. in your life, in your career, mm -hmm. this is where you've landed. It's obvious you have passion around it, yep. which I love. I love that about you. Love your energy. So what does success look like? Um, it's wrapped up around happiness for me because um, I think it could be, I don't think it's necessarily money. Um, I mean, that goes along with it. You got to, I'm not doing this for free by any means, but, um, you know, just finding something that I can do um, at the level that I want to do it and be such a hands-on and be such a part of it. You know, I was missing out on that part, at, you know, in my other mm -hmm. um, jobs in life because it was like you could only do your part, you know what I mean? And I could never really get it, get in there and be part of the big picture. Yeah. And, like, you know, I would see visions of, oh, we'll do this over here and help this over here. So, um, But you I, had to stay in your lane. Yes, yeah. And now it kind of gives me that freedom to be able to do that and put those things to, you know, practical ap application and, and realizing that, like, I, I've learned so much over the years, again, mm -hmm. what to do and what not to do. Okay. And so um, I, I, I really don't doubt the success of this business because of that. I love that. You know, I've always been a go-getter. I give, give 110%, and it's hard to do that for someone else. You know, yes. a lot of times it, it shines is. the light on maybe what they're not doing when that's sure. not really the point. You know, it's almost like, but, uh, but it's really nice to, so I feel already wildly successful just I because that. Of, of that freedom and the, yeah. um, the ability to get in there and, and to do it myself. Good for you. Last thing, mm -hmm. if you could spend time with one person to pick their brain or brainstorm, a cup of coffee, a lunch, a half a day, who would that be? Oh my goodness. I, mm, I don't know. I guess Bill Gates comes to mind just because I'm from Washington and like the whole, um, you know, just he seems like somebody that you could talk to on a human level, you know, yeah. but he's wildly successful. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, um, that's actually what got me into business is sitting down with the people that were really successful in life and finding oh. out how they got there and what would you do if you were me? You know, and that's, I'm a big fan of like, those people have learned some of those lessons and have yes. seen those things and they're ahead of me in that game. So like, what would you do? Yeah. And I love that. I don't know everything. So I love that there's um, people out there that can help with that. You know what? Seeking wisdom from others. 
uh, is so important as a leader, as a business owner, etc. Mm-hmm. Well done, well done. Okay, well, friends, that is a wrap. And so, where can we find Katie and KB Maintenance? www.kbmaint.com, KB Maint, 402-952-4482. And thank you. Thank you for being here. It thank was, you. Yeah, it was great learning more about your craft. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm sure word of mouth. I'm sure that your word of mouth is crazy. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Thank you for joining us, High Trust Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Lynette Aerosmith. Hey, listen, do me a favor, like, share, comment. Find us on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and don't forget TikTok. See you next time.